the home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Well, a blown opportunity for the Dayton Flyers in the Atlantic 10 standings. That's the way I look at this one, because instead of getting to 8-2 and two in conference play and starting to put some daylight between the Davidson Wildcats, the Dayton Flyers, and the rest of the pack and nabbing a tiebreaker over the St. Louis Billikens, instead, St. Louis now jumps Dayton in the standings. They're in second place in the league. Dayton's now 7-3 and three in 8-10 play after a 72-61 loss, an 11-point loss at St. Louis for the Flyers. John Tisdale, really, St. Louis took control of this game, I thought, as early as the under-16 in the first half. I mean, four minutes into this thing, they rip off a 9-0 run to go up 9-3, and they really didn't look back. Dayton could get like, could get no closer than what felt like six the rest of the way out. Yeah, that, that's about really, John, the story of this game, because really, after Kobe Elvis's three that put them up a 3 nothing, uh, it was a 9-0 run that pretty much uh, that St. Louis went on. They never looked back. And yeah, Kobe Elvis hit a couple of threes in the second half that got him back into the game. It was 46-40, 50-44. But then that stretch where Lin- Martin Linson, who had a great game for them, 17 points, it's two free throws. And then that play in which there was a loose scrum for the basketball, St. Louis got it, and then Gibson Jimerson hits a three that puts it up 11, 55-44. And then Anthony Grant has to call a timeout. That was almost the backbreaker right there because, really, you just could tell this was just not really going to be Dayton's afternoon. And they struggled offensively. Yeah, they shot better in the second half, but offensively they didn't play well uh, in the, in that first half. St. Louis controlled everything. Yuri Collins had a great game, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Um, he's likely going to be the A-10 player of the week. Uh, Well-deserved because of the way he played against not only today, but also the, uh, the game he had, the double overtime win he had against George Mason. But... Um, this was a big opportunity for the Flyers. They had a chance to get another good road win. They already had a good one against VCU, and uh, they come out on the uh, bottom end of the scoreboard today, uh, losing 72-61 at uh, St. Louis today. Much like the kid who made the full-court putt at halftime during a Dayton loss a few months ago at UD Arena, when the most excitement Dayton sees is your head coach and a player almost coming to blows with a former, former St. Louis Billiken. Not yeah. a good sign, a, a sign that that was not Dayton's afternoon. Jordair Jett, uh, just, I don't know what he was doing. Lipping, lipping back and forth, you know, John back and forth with Molly Smith on the baseline. Uh, a lot of Dayton fans will remember Jordair from the, the, the end of the Majerus era and the start of the Jim Cruz era there at St. Louis. Uh, don't know what, but boy, that, I, Anthony Grant was hot, Tiz. I mean, he sure was, was. His, he was as heated as he's been since his postgame interview with Larry after the VCU game uh, at UD Arena. I don't know what was said, but uh, it is rare to get Anthony into the spin cycle like that. Something was said that uh, Anthony did not appreciate, uh, that he was, uh, boy, if looks could kill. <laughs> the look he was given, Jordair Jett on ESPN on the telecast, woo, that was... Uh, I don't know. It's just frustrating, Tiz, because like I said, they cut it to six more times than I can count. To me, where the game flipped, I know I I did say earlier that I really believe that St. Louis took control just four minutes into that thing with that 9-0 run to get to 9-3, and Anthony calls the timeout. But the killer for me when I knew, okay, this is not going to happen, Dayton cuts it. One of the times they cut it to six, they get it to 44-50 with 9-50 left, and then boom. St. Louis rips off a 7-0 run. They're down 13. That that was the point at the under-8 timeout in the second frame when they had pushed it back out to 13. The Billikens had Tiz. I thought, you know what? That's it. This is just not their night. They can get no closer. They cannot get over the hill. 
and that's all she wrote. Yeah, and that pretty much was it. I mean, look, you got to give St. Louis a lot of credit. I mean, look, these are not uh, these are not the St. Louis Billikens from the Charlie Spoonauer era of Brad Soderberg, Jim Cruz, and the late Rick Majerus. Um, their offense in the past was you throw a shot up and you beat the hell out of them on the offensive glass. That's not what the St. Louis team does. This was a St. Louis team that shot just under 50% from the floor today, 8 of 18 from beyond the arc. Uh, they had four players in double figures. Yuri Collins controlled the flow today. Uh, St. Louis had a lot to do with winning this game. And, yes, Dayton did not play well offensively today, but really St. Louis had a lot to do with it. They played well uh, defensively. They did a good job of taking Deron Holmes out of the game. Um, I'm looking at this, John. Holmes only took five shots today, only four points. For Dayton to win, Deron Holmes has to be an active part of of Dayton's offense, and that was not the case today. Um, Yes, St. Louis deserves credit. But if Kobe Elvis, Mally Smith, R.J. Blakeney, note this is not a diss on them. If they're your three leading scorers, folks, Dayton's not going to win this game. Uh, Dayton's going to win when you got Deron Holmes being assertive and being a factor on offense. And St. Louis took him out of the game. And yes, the atmosphere had a little something to do with that, but also with the fact that Dayton just they didn't play well offensively in the first half. They played better than the second half, but they just fell too deep into a hole. We're down nine points at the half, and they couldn't bounce back. Yep, in the end, they're an 11-point loser. What does Dayton head coach Anthony Grant think about this one? Well, you're about to find out because he is live in St. Louis with Larry Hansgen courtside after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hanskin back in St. Louis where the Billikens defeat the Flyers 72-61 to the court with Coach Anthony Grant brought to you by Pickle, Schaefer, and Ebling, the only law firm you'll ever need. Find out more at pselaw.com. And, Coach, uh, one could say your team did not play well enough to win, but is this an example, though, of a case where this was really more about what St. Louis did than what Dayton didn't or did not do? Well, St. Louis played well today. You know, I thought they had some great efforts from some guys, um, you know, that that really stepped up and and made some plays for them. Um, You know, usual cast cast of characters. Yuri Collins is is a really good player, and – uh, Jemison stepped up and really gave him a boost in the second half. Then they had some other guys that really stepped up and played really well for him today. Thatch and and uh, Linson, those guys really stepped up and, and made some plays. And, and, and those guys have big games, but again, it gets back to the first name you mentioned, Yuri Collins. I thought that he was um, the most dominating presence on the floor today. Yeah, he's really good. You know, he's he's done that all year for him. I think he he leads the nation in assists. Uh, as a playmaker, he can make plays for himself. He can make plays for others. I thought he did a really good job. It's unfortunate that this game um, between two really good teams in this league, uh, that people will walk away with memories that have nothing to do about uh, the guys wearing, a, whether a Dayton or a St. Louis uniform. I'll say that. I don't want you to say anything because, uh, yeah, that that's just me. But But composure, I think this was a difficult game, I think, for both teams because – of the, the the frenetic flow and the way things were good. And, and I thought, did you think at some, a couple times maybe your team did lose its composure a bit? I don't think so. I mean, I thought, um, you know, we we offensively, 
we missed free throws. Uh, we had opportunities at the rim uh, that we didn't finish. Um, we didn't make plays. You know, in a game like this, you have to be able to make plays. We had several opportunities today, you know, where it was a three-possession game where we could have cut it to two and, and, and kind of built some momentum that we didn't take advantage of, you know, and they were able to, to go down and either hit a three or, or make a play and stretch the lead back out, you know. But I, I thought our guys battled. You know, we had just too many breakdowns, and, you know, for our team, um, it's all learning. You know, we're, we're one game over the halfway point in the season. You know, it was a it was a heck of an atmosphere in here today, hostile environment today, you know, and our young guys got a chance to see, you know, what will be required as we move forward. You know, so that's how I look at it. I think it's all learning. You know, that this is all, you know, I, I always tell you guys that every game has a life of its own, and sometimes we act like it's the greatest thing in the world when we win or it's the worst thing in the world when we lose. It's all learning, you know, and the, the goal at the end of the day is for us to continue to, to get better and become the team we're capable of becoming. I think we have a really high ceiling. And we're going to continue to move forward. This is one game. Obviously, we're upset that we lost. Um, but we'll learn from it, and we'll get better. All right, Coach. I know you will. Okay? Thanks. All right. Uh, that wraps it up here. And, again, Dayton will be back home next week for a pair Wednesday against uh, Duquesne and then Saturday against George Washington. That concludes things here in St. Louis. Uh, we wrap things up on behalf of Josh Pastorino filling in for the legend Bucky Bockhorn. I'm Larry Hanskin. One more time, the final Dayton. Losing to St. Louis, it was St. Louis 72, Dayton 61. Now stick around for more of Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Care Source, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. It's John Bedell, John Tisdale, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Dayton, a loser this afternoon, 72-61 to the St. Louis Billikens. The 11-point loss drops Dayton to 15 overall, 7-3 seven in 3-8-10 th- play, and most importantly, 
now into third place in the A-10 standings. Dayton trying to chase a top-four finish to make it easier ourselves to get that double bye and win the A-10 tournament and the auto bid that comes with it, uh, which they're still on track to do. They still can do that, but today was, I think, a blown opportunity in a big way, looking to get sole possession of second place and to start to put some daylight between Davidson and Dayton and the rest of the pack and to nab also a tiebreaker over the St. Louis Billikens. That's now up in smoke. Dayton's three-game win streak done. The five-game win streak in this hallowed Arch Baron Cup series also done with this St. Louis uh, win today. John Tisdale, you know it's a bad afternoon when the most exciting thing that happened for the Flyers was one of your players getting into it uh, with a former, former Billiken mm-hmm. in Jordan Jet. That, that I could find of from this. Let's be honest. If you would have told Dayton Flyer fans at the beginning of the winter to go one and one after road games at VCU at St. Louis, would they take it? Sure. But after their most impressive win of the season at VCU, granted, shorthanded VCU team, but still, John, that was their best win of the year, without a doubt, winning by 30 points. And then today, it's not that they lost to St. Louis. St. Louis is a good team. They were picked to finish third. They're really good. But again, it was the way that they lost. That's the part that I'm disappointed in. And it, it the most competitive, if that's really the highlight pretty much is, you know, the coach kind of is, you know, kind of getting fired up because a former St. Louis player is kind of mouthing off at, your, at Mally Smith. That's your sign that really that things weren't really on today for the Flyers, especially where, you know, Kobe Elvis, yes, was your leading scorer, but for the most part, that pretty much was it. That pretty much was the only offense that they had because uh, Deuce, Deuce Holmes, Deron Holmes, only four points. Mally Smith, eight points before 15 shooting. If, if, Deron, if Mally Smith has taken those kind of shots, taken that many shots, Dayton is likely going to lose those games. We saw that in the George Mason game, but you give St. Louis credit. They won this game. And now for Dayton, you can't let St. Louis twi- beat you twice. Now it's on to Duquesne and GW. And you can't lose to those two Lose those two at home. No. And Anthony told Larry when he asked, did your players lose composure? And I'm going to bring up a point somebody just texted me. That's fine for Anthony to say that. But when you got Molly John with a former player on the baseline, I mean, how does that not losing composure? That Now, Jordan Jett's got to be better, too. He's got to make... Agreed. Uh, uh, not a certain body part out of himself, uh, you know, to to do that and to, for him to be yapping at a player. But also, I think Molly's got to have better composure than to snap at the end like that. Either way, that had nothing to do with him losing this game. Um, that was a frustrating thing for me, Tiz, is to see the offensive effort that you touched on. Because after you beat the brakes off VCU and smashed them to pieces on Wednesday night by 30, we've seen this Dayton team is going to put the clamps on you defensively. But offensively, they came back down to earth today, and now the bad offensive Dayton team is back. I tweeted that very early on because, yeah. Tizzy, they had 13 points in as many minutes to start this game. Six of those points were free throws. Blech. I mean, offensively, mm-hmm. just not a great night, and it was disappointing to, after they seem to have put it together Wednesday, you think, okay, now they're going to get the offense. Again, shorthanded VCU team, Sure. But now they start to put it together offensively. Well, today, not so much. And they're back to the bad bad offensive team that we've seen. And it's just that's not going to get it done. They've got to be better than that, than not offensively. But also, as you said, you got to give St. Louis credit. But to me, I just have a bad taste in my mouth after this one because of 
the missed opportunity that they really had to start to put a stranglehold on the conference standings and separate themselves from the pack. They weren't able to do that. They couldn't close the deal today, and now they're 7-3 and three because of it. It's John Bedell, it's John Tisdale, and you here for Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it after this break, right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Flyer Feedback. John Bedell, John Tisdale, and you here this afternoon. Dayton a loser to St. Louis on the road, 72-61. The 11-point decision drops Dayton to 15-8 overall, 7-3 in 8-10 play, and now in third place in the conference standings. Uh, Tizzy St. Louis took control of this one early, and we saw Dayton's bad defensive effort back today, and you do have to give St. Louis some credit, but in the end, just disappointing to see an opportunity like this slip away for the Flyers on the road. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, this is kind of similar a little bit. I'm thinking back to the St. Bonaventure, after the St. Bonaventure game where they played one of their better games, and then they followed up with a disappointing loss at George Mason. Kind of feels similar to that. They played their best game of the year, to me, at VCU Wednesday night, and they come back and... Uh, they struggled today. Uh, St. Louis, you know, is better better than George Mason, in my opinion. Uh, George Mason's had a nice season. Kim English has done a nice job, but uh, St. Louis was was really good today. You got to give them uh, a lot of credit. Yuri Collins controlled things today. Sixteen points and six assists. Uh, I thought uh, Martin Martin uh, Linson had a great game. Seventeen points, and then you got uh, Jimerson uh, Gibson Jimerson with fourteen points, including four trays, but. Just again, uh, you know, they fell into a hole. It was a 9 nothing run after Dayton scored the first uh, three points of the game on a tray by Kobe Elvis. They fell behind 9-3, and they were uh, playing catch-up after that. This is a good St. Louis team because metrically, these teams are nearly identical. They're one slot away from each other in the net and the Ken Palm ranking. St. Louis is 59 in the net. Their Ken Palm rating is 56. This was a quad one opportunity for Dayton because it was a road game versus a top 75 team. Uh, so Dayton had a chance to nab uh, two quad one wins in a week after getting VCU, but uh, they could not pull it off today, and they dropped the 11-point decision to St. Louis. 937-457-1290 is the number. Rob is in Indianapolis. Rob, what's on your mind? Hey, guys. Yeah, I, I thought the guys overall showed their image. Hello, Rob. Today. Going once, going twice, going three times with Rob. You there? Nope. Moving on. Well, Tizzy, it's disappointing um, because, like I said, Dayton has has clearly shown that they are the – they're a really good defensive team. Uh, but offensively, you wonder enough if they have enough firepower to – um, be consistent enough to get where they need to go this year. And you thought, like, man, that they were coming around Wednesday night. Uh, they fall back to earth uh, this afternoon. Um, and, you know, I'm sure Anthony's only going to say so much to probably protect, you know. Anthony's not going to say something he doesn't want to regret no. when he's talking with Larry, right. um, when he's talking about composure and things like that. But I think when yeah. he says no, I think he's probably trying to protect maybe Molly. But, you know, I, I would like to see a little more composure from – from the guys, but also, you know, you got to throw some responsibility on Jordan or Jet for that clown show at the end yeah. too. I mean, he's got to, yeah. he's got to, uh, just not, not be pulling that kind of stuff. No. I mean, that just makes him look silly. Uh, when you're yeah. there, John with a Dayton player <laughs> from your baseline seat. Well, um, well, 
Yeah, and especially because this was his day. He was inducted into the school athletic hall of fame, and then you get tossed for something like that. I mean, that's what they're going to be talking about afterwards. But look, that's look. Aside from that, I mean, look, Coach Grant talked about this with Larry. They didn't make plays. They missed too many free throws. Dayton missed eleven free throws on the day, and then yeah, they didn't. They missed layups. They had too many breakdowns. Coach Grant talked about it right after the game. So. Uh, that's why Dayton lost this game. Um, so that could that factored in. It was a hostile environment, and St. Louis rose to the occasion a, a little bit, a little bit better than uh, Dayton did today, winning by eleven points. And now it's on to a uh, Duquesne uh, Wednesday night. And that's where we're going to leave it. One more time, Dayton a loser tonight, seventy-two sixty-one to St. Louis. So we will talk to you Wednesday for Dayton and the aforementioned Duquesne Dukes. Until then, I'm John Bedell. I'm John Tisdell. Saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. Go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.